Hey champions, this is your weekly podcast about Genesis Battle of Champions. And in this cast, we talk about everything related to game design, development, testing, and more for Genesis. I'm Asid, your host and the creator of the game. Now let's jump into this week's episode. All right, hey champions, uh, it's Asid and Lionel again, and we're here to talk about Idris this week. Hey guys. So uh, we're going to be going through the character story. So I'll give a short little bio on the character's history and who she is in the Genesis universe. Mm-hmm. Along with, uh, then we're going to how we created the champion, going from alpha to beta. And uh, then at the end, we're going to be talking about preferred playstyle. So Idris is a bit of an interesting champion because I think she's the most meta-relevant champion in the game. Yeah. Uh, most high-end players play with Idris. She's usually their first entry into the competitive league. And then you see them starting to move away from Idris to other champions. But Idris definitely has a special place for a lot of competitive players. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she has a really good kit right now with her health and her ability. I mean, yeah. it's definitely You can definitely see why it's used. she's used a lot. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's talk about the character story. So Idris is a little bit interesting. Uh, most champions, actually, no, I can't even say most champions. Uh, Idris and Rain are the two champions, which were born in different parts of the world, but champions for a new the city they're currently in. So Idris was born in Avad Hiss. She was a mother of one and married living in a small little town and growing up she always had this ability to manipulate fire Uh, she didn't use it a lot but it was something that was used every now and then then one day her village is a fire erupts in her village and starts attacking all the houses and everyone blames her for it thinking she's the one who did it Mm -hmm. but in reality it was an ominous force that Let's not mention too much too early. Uh, but yeah. that flame that starts attacking the city, it becomes alive. And it's kind of like a fire golem that's destroying the entire city. And Idris then takes that creature and traps it within a pendant that she now wears around her neck. That pendant is her conduit. That's the thing that elevated her from being a regular fire mage to this powerhouse of a female character. Yeah. So she always had that dormant power then, yeah. huh? She, yeah. Like the, in order to kind of trap something that powerful, she must have been powerful yeah. at the start. Well, that's kind of the thing about all conduits. Everyone starts off a little bit stronger than the average person in a particular field. The moment they get the conduit, it's just amplified, mm-hmm. like massive amount. Like Malik that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. He was always one of the strongest people in his tribe, pro- probably the strongest person in the tribe. Mm-hmm. But the moment he gets the conduit, he becomes exponentially stronger. Amplifies it. That's cool. So... Uh, Idris does this, but in the flame itself, uh, when it's burning down the village, it the fire kills her infant baby and her husband. Uh, a lot of her family, like extended family, is killed because the village is really small. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's being blamed for this uh, fire that's destroyed the entire city. But at the same time, she's suffering great, great loss. Um, and as the villagers are trying to kill her she ends up running away and finds um salvation or uh refuge with malik um and she ends up mothering the city of ishud the way uh, because as a compensation for the loss of her own daughter 
Um, so that's the backstory of Idris. Let's talk about the backstory of how we created Idris. <laughs> so Idris, along with Malik, are two of the three champions from uh, Genesis's early inceptions, mm -hmm. way back, what was it, 2013, when we created them. Uh, so at that point, the idea was every champion came with the champion and a weapon. Idris was a bow user. So that's part of the reason if you see her old art, you see her have a bow slung around her back. Mm -hmm. uh, she was also supposed to mimic the uh, Indian nature, uh, Indian culture. Mm -hmm. So she was going to wear a sari and have more of a uh, brownish skin tone. Uh, then the red hair, red eyes, all that came about from her ability to use fire. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was definitely an interesting thing. So... Just like Malik, she had a piece that was done by Arthur. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to mention about that? <laughs> um, the, the piece that was done by Arthur, uh, I think you mentioned the majority of what the difference is with the bow and um, her origins. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't really a huge part of uh, in her development. So... Um, there isn't a whole lot I can do to speak upon it, but the original art was completely uh, very different than how it evolved, and it really showed her development as the game progressed. Yeah, um, until what she is now, um, she's it, she's definitely leaned away from her bow usage towards just her manipulation of fire and what she can do with that. Um, yeah, that yeah. ability. Yeah. So. Uh, I think that I think Arthur was trying to go with with her was to show that female empowerment uh, but moving from Arthur's piece to Damian's piece it was a lot more about showing a lot of her backstory mm -hmm. so I think Damian does a really great depiction of Idris at least the new version of Idris the old version we didn't really have a backstory for her um, we knew that she was going to come from a line of royalty mm -hmm. that was then she fell down the ladder a little bit and became a warrior. But there wasn't a huge backstory for Idris in those days. Uh, and then there's the fact that Idris eventually got the heavy attack. So do you remember why we added that? Yeah, well, the whole idea behind the champion is that if something's coming at you, um, you should be able to, some, something small is coming at you, say like a bug, you should be able to just squash it. Yeah. So the whole idea was the with the heavy attack is that it, even if you are out of aura and you are out of, you're not completely out of options. Yeah. Um, so giving the heavy attack gives a little bit more of um, malleability for the champion. Yeah. So that's that's a really big thing is that every champion should have some sort of attack ability, yeah. so that you always have an option, uh, no matter which champion you play with. So the first release of Idris, first edition of Idris, you'll see that she does not have a heavy attack mm -hmm. ability. And second edition of Alpha Second Edition, you'll see there's two prints of her: one that does have the heavy attack, one that does not. And then finally in beta, she's fully fixed and just ha and has her heavy attack. Yeah, for sure. And before, without her heavy attack, her awareness kind of um, didn't matter. Yeah. So it was upon this uh, part of the card. Yeah. So with the heavy attack, it also solidifies her as a champion, as, yeah. a, as a character, as a card, everything. So yeah. It was a good thing to add. A big thing um, that I was going to say about her, 
I don't remember. Oh, yeah. So I based this idea um, after the Diablo Sorceress. Uh, if you played Diablo 2 and you played as the Sorceress, the only thing was you weren't going to come in and hit with your staff. You're constantly throwing fireballs to hit your opponent. Mm. But then every now and then you'd use your staff to hit your the creatures who were really close to you. Mm-hmm. So that was part of the design for Idris. Now let's jump into some gameplay. Um, so like I was saying, Idris has a lot of meta play. So there's definitely a lot of things that we see in common. But mm-hmm. what's your preferred play style for Idris? Uh, for me, Idris I see as um, somebody who stays behind the lines and throws like, summons at the opponent. So I play her more as summoner. So I run a lot of hounds, a lot of scorpions. Yeah. Um, and just stay... And just have the hounds and the scorpions take out the opponent while I'm throwing fireballs at yeah. the opponent. So, um, but, uh, but even within uh, Thymos and Chaos, you get a lot of offense as a champion. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the spells and techniques you would run? Uh, some of the spells and techniques? Uh, honestly, I kind of like slow-fying her range side to her. Like the ability to, to shoot far away, enough away. Uh, so I run things like flames at the low chi slot, even if though it still does two damage, it's still nice to have them. And then things like meteorites, um, I even throw, if I can fit them, a couple krakens to, sorry, uh, primordial forces, <laughs> they used yes. to be called krakens at some point, at one point in the game. Yeah. But um, yeah, just to solidify that offensive front uh, on the, the, um, the creature nature creature's nature so yeah uh another card that i find a lot of people are playing with for aegis is uh landslide uh yeah. she has the aura to support it and landslide's a bit of a beast of a card mm-hmm. uh so landslide flames i know if you if that angel ever hits the table you want a mm-hmm. good way to deal with it as soon as possible so between her fireball a couple of flames you can knock it out yeah. um and then the landslides are good for the angels too yeah Vampire Kiss is also really strong because if they're getting in really close, uh, then you know one heavy attack mm-hmm. and Vampire Kiss, you're hitting for four. You can take out a Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty solid, and then gaining three health is always useful, right? Yeah. Um, and then at the three T, the Underworld Knowledge, I think that's one of your biggest powerhouses. She has the health to spare. Fishing for more summons would definitely put you at an advantage. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's the biggest advice I can give to a lot of players if you're running Idris. Um, I think your biggest ally running an Idris deck is the Giant Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. Most Thymos champions, they'll be running Giant Scorpions, but not to the volume Idris is. Yeah. Uh, Giant Scorpion is definitely a, a really strong card for her. Or yeah. for any champion uh, that is within the Thymos yeah. affiliation. So. Yeah. I think that's... Uh, that's it for the talk about Idris this week. I don't have anything else to add. Um, yeah, I think we covered the majority of what, how <laughs> I feel about her. She's definitely one of my preferred preferred champions. Um, if I'm if I'm running that faction, I'd probably go with Malik just because he's so close to me. But <laughs> Idris is definitely strong, especially in this meta currently. Yeah. So I hope you give Idris a try if you haven't tried her out yet. She's really powerful in a booster draft as well. Mm-hmm. And that's it for this week. Next week we're covering Raha or Nubia? Uh, Raha. I Raha. Think be great okay. So next week will be Raha. All right. See you then. Bye. Bye. 
That's everything for this week's cast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any topic ideas for future casts, make sure you let us know by emailing us at contactus at hauntedcastlegaming.com. Bye for now.